This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the Premier League Preview Show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. It's the Premier League Preview Show with Chris and... You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favourite podcasts. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! You're watching Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Right, Chris. (laughs) All right there. All right, the back. A few, a few technical problems to say the least tonight. How the devil are you all? Welcome along. This is Leicester Till I Die TV, and this is where you can find us. 
Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Indeed, that is where you can find us. Uh, a few hellos. Good evening to um, Almighty Blues Ankit. Good evening, sir. Check that channel out. Great channel. Um, thanks for joining us. Ant here from the uh, Leicester's Fan Channel and obviously also Beyond the 90. Give them both a, a check out. How the devil are you? Maguire um, bottle in front of a full king power again. Well, you, you you can, of course, say that. I couldn't possibly. Luca, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Hope you are well. Um, thanks for coming. Goodbye. <laughs> Got for 2-1 United straight away. Luca, oh, God, I love you, mate. Thank you for that. You know how to make a, an old man feel absolutely miserable, don't you? Um, <laughs> before we start, though, I don't know if anybody was watching the other night. I was on um, Rich Sports Channel. It may be popping on in, the, in in a bit. Man United fan. I was on there having a chat with him, and there was a few people having problems with their Wi-Fi. Um, I hope this is going to happen, but just in case, I have actually run a Wi-Fi test. Now, if I can just get this up up here, and we will have a look and just see um, if the Wi-Fi will actually work or not. Um, here we go. Let's see if we can get this work. Testing, testing, testing. Good evening, ladies and concert tonight. Albert, back to the room. I keep going. Oh, I'm here, but I keep on. Why is it close? Yeah, that was what it was like. It was a, a a bit. There were six of us in, and two of us had decent Wi-Fi. Oh, how bad does it get? Um, it's Man United this weekend, and well, let's welcome him in. My guest, as we always have on the preview show, the more discerning woman's totty. We're going to say good evening to Craig. Good evening, Craig. <laughs> good evening, Chris. Good evening, everybody. All you discerning. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we wouldn't want to, uh, you know, make any assumptions. Well, no, I mean, you know, if you're if you're happy, and then uh, well, no, I, I'm not, but I'm just I'm just saying, you know, each to their own. <laughs> Everyone, welcome uh, to the show. Moving on, we are we are all inclusive. <laughs> we are indeed. Do you um? Do you, you remember Norman Collins? That was just what it was like the other night with the mm. Wi-Fi. I mean, it, it was amazing, wasn't it, how you could build an act in the <laughs> yeah. olden days. You know, you had uh, you had the, the likes of Norman Collier who just did that when it didn't <laughs> work. Um, and then the likes of old Freddie Parrot Face Davis who just went... <laughs> I mean, and out of his days. mouth as well, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, big up Luca, thanks for joining us um, Luca wants us to beat them But I feel United will win uh, Yeah, Luca, of course, it was your Wi-Fi as well Yours and Maze's both there Yes, uh, hopefully it's working tonight It was where literally we caught every three words of, um, of Luca's Which is probably 
more often than we usually catch him. Terry, how are you, sir? Welcome along. How the devil are you? You've got your iPad to understand it's Friday. I got a message off Terry the other night going like, where are you? And this was like <laughs> half seven last night, and I'm, I'm sat having a pizza with my daughter. You know why? He said, well, I'm waiting for the show. I'm like, what show? He said, we should have been on at seven. We shouldn't. I think, I think Terry had a bit too much of the old falling down yeah. water, if I'm honest with you, you know. Um, to be honest, though, Chris, it's a shock when you're not on. This is very true. Questions I are am, asked. I am on it more often than Marimore used to be at his peak, you know. <laughs> Luca yeah. says, big up, uh, big up to Craig. Um, Thanks, Luca. Or, or up Craig Bigley, I'm not sure which. Uh, Connor from America, good evening. Will be interesting game for sure. Uh, I'll be on Rich Sports later today. I'm actually on Rich Sports on Sunday night. Um, <laughs> Deb Maisie, who was supposed to be coming on this evening, she's not very well. So, I mean, you could say that she's, you know, maybe... She's had a bit of an Arteta moment herself and bottled it and daren't come on because she knows that we're going to stuff them tomorrow. But seriously, I do believe, I do believe Maisie is unwell. So um, get well soon, Maisie. Yeah, get well soon. Um, talking to Maisie, of course, it's October. We are in October now. Mm. And what does what does October mean to you? What does October mean to me? Mm. Um I, I get the feeling that you're looking for a specific answer and um, I, probably an answer I haven't got other than Halloween. Funny you should mention that. It is Halloween. <laughs> 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 I am just thinking now of Michael Jackson's thriller with Maisie on the end, if you, if you pardon the expression. That I think would have <laughs> that would have sold so many more records, wouldn't it? I think it probably would have done. <laughs> and do, have you heard of fan art? Yes. Be careful how you say that, but yeah, yeah. basically, where you know, like yourself, that's you know, a, a, a well-known media figure, you get sort of fans <laughs> that draw art of you. Well, yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I've not been subject to it. Well, you, you're lucky because some of us have. <laughs> and um, I've always got on well with Dan from Turf Morehouse TV, the old Burnley fan. But he did send me some fan art through earlier. So I'm a little bit worried about this. <laughs> I don't know quite. We, he's put himself in the clothed one, and me. Mm. I tell you, the times. I love the fact. I love the fact that you had to put your glasses on to actually see me. Well, I haven't. Unfortunately, I have no binoculars. <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you. I did say to Dad, "I wish I was that big." But you know. <laughs> Dan, That's an interesting one. A psychologist could have a lot of fun with the fact that he sent you that. I think he could, actually, mm. yes. He's putting together a, a football team. and What that has to do with it, I know not. Dan, 
yeah, I think you need to bring somebody and quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maisie likes Maisie likes the laugh, and uh, she said, <laughs> "My God, what an edit!" I know, I know. That is going to become my profile picture, though, on YouTube. I think it should be. <laughs> oh dear, um, where is his mother? Yeah, mm. I've obviously, I think I've missed something there. But um, anyway. Despite all this, a game's going to break out tomorrow. We're back uh-huh. from international, the excitement of international football. What can I say? And we are back with Premier League action. And it's a, it's a, it's a small visit here of Man United. Um, mm. Saturday at 2 o'clock. No, it's not. It's 3 o'clock, isn't it? I don't know why I it tried. It is 3 o'clock. It is 3 o'clock. Have you put the folks. clocks back already, Chris? <laughs> I was ahead of myself. Mm. Brentford is at two o'clock the following week on the Sunday. This is at three o'clock uh, on on Saturday, uh, and it's going to be on BBC Radio Five. If you want to listen to it, of course, it's on Radio Leicester. If you're within the county lines, or if you prefer to listen to a couple of the ex players joining in, lcfc.com forward slash radio. Um, and if we win, it's going to be our third win on the trot over Man United. Will it indeed? Well, I think we, yeah. I think we won the FA Cup. I think it's, I think it's, a, I think it's a bit of an if, but uh, you know, let's, let's think <laughs> positively. I think. I, are you worried? I mean, I was talking the other night to, uh, to to on the prediction show to Brad, mm. and he actually admitted he was worried. I think. I think I don't. I think it shows how much we've changed and come on as a club. Um, that I don't, I, I don't get worried about us playing anyone anymore. To be honest, I think we'll give anyone a decent game. I think those days of of being worried that you'd be on the wrong end of a thrashing, you know, have pretty much gone. You know, we, we will get the odd bad performance, yeah. but I wouldn't go into any any game now feeling worried. To be honest. I don't think I'm worried about a thrashing as such, mm. but we always struggle. And we'll look at the figures later. We always struggle about about uh, games with United. Um, obviously, when we beat them at the end of last season, it was a very changed team for them. But it, I'm not saying this is a must-win game for Brendan. No, we're not even you know considering. Brendan's position and he's not considering his position as well and that's some some good news that he has come out and said he doesn't want the Newcastle job of course you've always got the people who put this the dampener on things and say well he's waiting for the Man City job but um you know half the team and the manager going to Newcastle at the start of the week wasn't there but yeah at what point do we start to get worried about the season um for me not yet. I, I mean, I think I'm a, I'm a realist. I think I think I would be very disappointed if we're still, you know, in the bottom half of the table, come Christmas. But I, again, I wouldn't worry too much. You know, I'd, we're not going to go down. You know, and we've been in many yeah. seasons where we're going to where we we start the season with the thoughts of just of the the mantra of forty points, forty points. Indeed. I heard um, I heard Ranieri. Um, pulled that one out as well during one of his interviews early on uh, this week uh, when people were asking him, could he do the same with Watford as he did with Leicester? And he, and he repeated, you knew my mantra when, when I went in at Leicester, it was, you know, 40 points, 40 points. Yeah. So, you know, we're not at that stage. 
Uh, it's disappointing so far. We've got good players. We've got a decent manager. So you would think that at some point it's going to click for us. And is it almost like, I don't know, I feel like this might be, we've had two really, really good yeah. seasons. Um, some could argue, if you're honest and take your blue-tinted spectacles off, that we may be possibly punching above our weight. Mm -hmm when we were in the top four for so long. The top four is pretty much all sorted. Yeah. I, think, you know, I think we know who the top four is going to be, just not the, the final order. But, of course, you know, people have been saying, oh, you're going to be fifth again, you're going to be fifth again. But you've got other clubs, Everton, mm. you've got um, West Ham, uh, Villa possibly. All the, you know, these are the teams that think, yeah, you know, we're, we're not exclusive to that mm. position. And I mean, just think maybe this this is the season when it's a bit of a reality check. I think I think you're right, and and it just shows you, doesn't it? You know how opinions change. I would imagine yeah. that the majority of Leicester City fans, uh, if you asked them now and said, "Okay, we'll give you fifth place," they'd snatch your hands off. You know, based yeah. on the start we've had to the season. Yet last season, finishing fifth was a disaster almost. Yeah. So. You know, it just shows you how... You're not fickle as football fans, exactly, are we? It shows you how, you know, how you just get disappointed. You get on that roller coaster and when you're fourth yeah. and you're in the top four all season, fifth is a is a disaster almost. When you're hovering it, around mid-table or in the in the bottom half, fifth looks a fantastic uh, end to the season. Yeah. So I think, we, I think we're due one. I, I think most teams... You know, within their remit, you know, Man United, let's let's talk about Man United, had a couple of seasons outside the top four. That's their equivalent, to be honest, mm -hmm. of us finishing mid-table or bottom half. That, that's the equivalent thing. Virtually every team does it. Um, and I think maybe you're right. It, this year it's us that we're, we've got to change a bit. I think football's changed a bit. I think the Premier League has changed a bit. And I don't think we've caught up yet. I think... It, it's probably going to be um, a battle of the two teams who are struggling to adapt in that we play too slow. I think mm. Manchester United can be accused of playing too slow as well. And this season has showed you that it's the teams who play quicker football. There's a lot more closing down from the front. There's a lot more closing down all through the pitch and, and teams have to play quick. West Ham play quicker. Um, I think that's why Everton will probably struggle because I'm not sure or struggle to meet the expectations of their fans because yeah. I'm not sure they have the ability within that team to play quick football. And I think that's the way that the Premier League's going at the minute. So unless we adapt and learn to play a bit quicker, I think we're going to it's going to be a mid-table season. Yeah. Terry's just saying there, um, I can't agree. I'm not 100% sure Man United will end up in the top four. We did have that discussion, Terry, mm. but it was last night at seven o'clock. You should have tuned in. You missed it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Terry. Can't resist. Um, Maisie says there, anything less than top three, uh, that's mm. if we get a small gap between third and fourth, is a failure for Man United. Yeah. I just think this season... Um, <sighs> For Ollie, he's got to he's got to win something. He's been given the money. He's bought you know Sancho, who he who he's wanted for the last two or three seasons. He's got you know the god has returned. You know according to Sky, he, he's got to win something this season. And I think he's under under a lot of pressure. Mm. Um, and obviously you know we, we can throw Newcastle in, 
But Maisie, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I don't know what your thoughts are, Craig, but Maisie says Leicester needs to finish in the Europa Conference plus a good run in Europe to have a successful season also. I don't think so. I think whatever happens in Europe, in the Cups, if we finish top 10, that is, you know, I'm, you know, quite happy with I'm not. I'll be disappointed, mm. but I won't be pulling my hair out like a Man United fan who finishes sixth or seventh, and it's a disaster. Yeah, I think I think you'd take one of those, particularly the start we've had to the season. I I, mm. I, I can't say that having both of those um, would be uh, would be a failure. No, to be honest. I think we are going through that period of of realizing what kind of club we are, and you know, if every fan realistically looked at the size of the club, the money that's available to all the clubs, it'd be interesting to see where they would put us. You know, where do they think we should finish? And that's always been leveled at the likes of Newcastle as well. You know, yeah. realistically, where do you think you belong? You know. Over the years, have they belonged any higher than a mid-table Premier League team? Probably not. Yes, they've got a big fan base, but they don't have a lot of money, um, mm. or they didn't. So their expectations are going to go through the roof now. And it's up to the managers and the clubs and the people who run the clubs to manage those expectations yeah. of the fans. But as you've seen with Newcastle fans, you know their, their imaginations mm. are running wild already. If you believe, yes. you know some yeah. of the stuff there. You know they've got. Um, They've got Haaland and Mbappe up front for them next season. So, God yeah. help the rest of us. And Tillemans and Ndidi in midfield and Rodgers mm. as the manager. And yeah. the, the day the day that the thing was, was was deal was done, they were saying on their, on one of the uh, sites, mm. let's go and get Vardy. You know, it's natural. And I think fact, the thing with Newcastle owners are they're more realistic, you know, than, than maybe some, some of I the fans I think so, because... Are. I don't think, you know, until they bring in a director of football or something, I don't think there's any football people part of that consortium. So mm. they've got a lot of quick learning to do, to be honest. I can see them making a few mistakes along the way. Yeah. Um, but coming back to Man United, you know, I think... Um... Hi, Turf Moore. How are you doing? Nice uh, nice to see you. We, hello um... from him and hello from me. I know. Yeah, I don't know which is which. Um <laughs> I'm Barker because of the size of me. <laughs> well, that just makes me a midget. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, going back to the point about Manchester United's failures, it, it you know, it's, it's some. <laughs> there you I'm are. Not sure Turf. how many times we need to see that, to be honest. <laughs> well, Turf's come on, and yeah, like I, I say, you are worrying me with that fan art there, Turf. You know, mm. just uh, just get back to normality. Sorry, Craig. Can we? Can we? Sorry. Can we? Can we leave that up long enough for people to take a screen grab? And then initiate a caption competition. No, <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> and and if you have any more of those ideas, let me just show. You. I'm going to have to take you out here, but I'm going to show you because this is the new competition we're going to be doing. I haven't quite discussed it with you yet, Craig, but Sorry. I do think this is a good competition that we can go for. But it does mean that I am going to have to put. Um, if I can just get rid of that comment, I am going to have to put some uh, fancy dress on. There we go. How do we feel? How do we feel about playing that game? I think it would work. I think it really would work. Well, I'm sure we'd get a lot more viewers, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Is that have your you, Halloween you, outfit? Have you watched that yet, Greg? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm aware of it, yes. uh, but I haven't yet partaken. 
I, I, I read about, I heard about it on the telly yesterday morning, and I watched the first, and I'm like, watch the first episode, and I, what the hell is this? And I just had to watch the second one. So, <laughs> so, so yes, um, they'd probably sooner see me in that than see me like, like Dan, Dan uh, sees me. Um, mm. But go back to Man United. So this was this last season. You know, they they only got a point off us. Although they did say it was a weakened team they put out against us. But I even remember then, pretty much like the start of this season, we struggled against that Man United team that was out. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, what would really help us is is if Fred was fit, I think, because um, I think he's been our best player um, <laughs> the last few times that we've played against Man United, to I be honest. Um, so that would be good for us. I'd, I'd, I'd take that. But yeah, you, I mean, they are, they're almost like the, the, the bigger brother of, of Leicester that you never really know which one's going to turn up. No. You know, that's how we're feeling at the minute. And I think Man U and their fans must be exactly the same. That they they don't know. They've got, you know, such a you know, such a wealth of talent at that club, but he's struggling to blend it. And uh and Brendan's got the same at the moment. Not so much a wealth of talent, but he's struggling to blend the talent that he does have at his um at his Becker call. I've got a lot of that talent tomorrow. I mean, the, the, and we'll, you know, we'll come on to this later when we do, because mm. we were hoping if <coughs> Maisie had turned up that you were going to do a combined 11. So we're going to try and do a combined 11 with yourself, which might join in if which can get on, but it is a little bit early for him. But um, the, 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 the back two could be interesting. Mm. I think both back fours, yeah, are, are yeah. going to be interesting, to be honest. Um mm. The, I mean, centre-half pairings, I mean, there's some, uh, you know, uh, injury news that's coming out of our club uh, that has made me look at the the, the combined team that I've put together uh, again. But I think um, it's more positive news for us, but not so much for Manchester United. So it's going to be interesting which way they go, to be honest, um, and whether, you know, it, it, it depends what Oli, whether Oli has faith in the centre-back pairing that he does put out. You know, if by all accounts, you know, Varane, I think we know he's definitely out and Maguire looks like he'll be out as well. If he doesn't have faith in them, then there's every chance that he's going to go with another two in front of them, which takes away a bit more of their attacking mm. prowess. I know he likes to play with uh, two holders anyway, but I think that would be even more so if he hasn't got his first-choice centre-back pairing out. Do you think, because on this show, we, we have sometimes questioned Brendan's choice of formation and his tactics. Mm. Do you think that's... And I'd be interested to see what, what Maze and any Man United, other Man mm. United fan that's watching thinks. Is that a failure of Ollie as well? His tactics? He's not the, a, a tactical genius when it comes to um, his, his players and his formations? I think so. And, you know, I had a similar conversation this week with a Manchester United fan and, and I likened Ollie to... Is a bit like Brendan, but also maybe to a lesser extent, I would say Southgate as well. That you know, they they seem to be these kind of managers who wants to be the player's friend, you know, uh, rather than this sort of strong arm uh, person. And I think you get the feeling that all the players love Ollie, particularly those that are playing, those that don't, maybe not so much. But mm -hmm. but his failure is when it comes to the tactical side of it, and when he comes up against someone who who understands the tactical side a little bit more, 
he doesn't make the changes that are required and and it's the in-game changes i think you know that's where where managers earn their money and very yeah. early on if we go back to the early days of Mourinho that was the thing that everybody talked about Mourinho that he would make substitutions really early in games if he saw that his tactics weren't right and he needed to tweak it and he had fantastic success on the back of that so it's those in-game changes and I think that's where Ollie's fallen down a lot that he's not reacted to either what the opposition's doing or changes that the opposition um, make as well so you know, yeah, I think I think that's that that could well be his downfall. Going back to your earlier question, that he he has to win something. I think you're right. I, I don't mm. think he can go through another season without any silverware. Because I mean, it's what three, four years he's been there now. So yes, yeah, you know, and he's got the team now. And he's been given the money and the players. Um, yeah. He should. Dan, thank you so much for that. Um, contributive via super sticker. Anybody that's that feeling a little bit generous, please, please do. And if I can get YouTube and get my hands around their throats. I'll actually sort out the way that they can get the money to me. I'm having a few problems with them at the moment. Um, Maisie says, I think it's, I think there has been faults with all the information who plays. However, I think there is a fault in the coaching staff. You were said before, though, Craig, it was interesting mm. that um, you, you, you were liking and going back to Mourinho and his style. Mm. And you've got Ferguson and the old um, uh, hairdryer and, and, yeah. and all this. But do you think you get away with that these days? I mean, you know, it's a different world we live in now. It's all very woke, and you can't say boo to a goose. And I think it's yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a different a different uh, a different game now. I, I would say the only one who probably gets away with it a little bit is um, is Klopp. He seems yeah. to have you know two sides of him. To be honest, he, he is their best friend, but it doesn't half give them something on the on the sidelines as well. Everyone else, <laughs> excuse me, seems to be sort of a, a chummy manager, or um, they're right, really passionate, but it doesn't last very long. You think of the likes of uh, of Sarri or or Conte, uh, for instance. Mm. But this has been um, the way of Sarri Italian can control players on the pitch anyway. Could yeah, it, well, exactly, but. <laughs> You know, and again, Ranieri mentioned this today in his press conference. They were saying, you know, you've come to a club where, you know, they, they sack people. And he said, that's just the way it is in Italian football. Now, obviously, they're run by an Italians, owned by mm. Italians. And Italian football has always been that. Mm. The managers come in, get a couple of seasons, they're either successful or they're on the bike. And I yes. get the feeling that the Premier League may start to move in that way, that you come in, you have to make an impact or you're out. I think the the, the merry-go-round will be more and more. And I think the likes of, you know, Sean Dyche uh, up at Burnley um, being offered long contracts are probably long gone. As as indeed Alan Pardew at Newcastle. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I was informed that that has now actually finished and he is off the payroll no. finally. Yeah, um, yes, indeed. Um Talking of players, power, et cetera, et cetera, two different versions of, of life at Leicester coming out uh, mm. this week. Dennis Pratt, who, who who's very, very miffed, mm. <laughs> to say the least, at Leicester. And he's, he's still on our book, so he's going to be a little bit careful. He's only on loan yeah. at the moment. Um, and then Dracovic, mm. <laughs> who couldn't believe what fun it was to be at yeah. an English club. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think Pratt is obviously um feels a little bit hard done to and i think most people will 
um, most Leicester fans will will believe it as well. And I think it's hard to disagree with what he came out and said. You know, he, he was mm. he is sort of kind of burning his bridges a little bit. Yeah, because you know the fact that he was saying that he looked at the team and the players who were in his position that were competing with him weren't pulling up any trees. Yeah, he still wasn't getting any game time. Yeah. So very uh, true, though. Very true. Yeah, that, that's it. And and he did yeah. say, just ask the fans of, of their opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. But I get the feeling that yeah, Brendan is that kind of guy that outwardly he'll say, yeah, is you know he's a part of the the squad. He's a really important player for us. Blah 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 blah. But behind the scenes, I got the feeling that he's the kind of person who would fall out with you. I mean, mm. didn't he come out pre-season? When he couldn't get rid of Benkovic on a loan deal, all of a sudden came out and said that he, his attitude in training was fantastic. You know, he's been a real part of the squad. Mm. Haven't seen the hair or hide of him. Mm. So he, oh, can't he played be on the bench once in Europe. because Exactly. Can't, so he, he can't be in the Premier League squad. Yeah. They, they got him in the European so, squad. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I just get the feeling that, that Brendan would fall out with players. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a little bit of a food break. While Maze is here, we're just going to have a, a little bit of a food break, I think. Garlic bread. Garlic. <laughs> bread. <laughs> she, she loves her garlic bread, does Maisie. So going on to um, uh, uh, Peter Kane, I, I forgot where I, was, where I was now. The form going in into mm. this. I mean, Man United's not been that. Yes, they had three wins, but in fairness, Wolves and Newcastle, yeah, you yeah. know, that, that they should be given for Man United. West mm. Ham, yeah, that's a little bit tougher. Uh, but losing to Villa, and of course, they just drew with Everton, so they've not, not on brilliant form. No. Um, and Maisie, thank you very much. I can afford a garlic bread now for your donation. Thank you so much. Um, for ourselves, it is a bit more worrying. Uh, the only our biggest win of the season, as it happens, is a 2 1 over Norwich, and of course, we let a 2 2 Crystal Palace go. But it, to me, it's been the performances, yeah, it's um. I mean, it used to be, I mean, particularly when, you know, I know I keep harping back, but the season we won the league, I remember that the, the feeling of joy that came over you if we got into the lead. Because you had a, you, you, you almost knew that if we got in the lead, we would go on and win the, win the game. You know, the, we, we had that run of, I think, three or four, five, maybe one nils in a row. But that relief, I remember going to the games and the relief of getting the first goal because you thought, we'll see this through now. Yes. Now we can't even hang on to two goal leads, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it is It is worrying from that perspective. It is the performances and, and he really hasn't got that balance right. You know, hopefully, hopefully he sticks with at least the two up front and decides that, you know, it's better that we score more than we... Uh, then we let in and take that approach almost the same way mm. that West Ham have. You know, they, they yeah. fancied themselves to score more. You know, they've had a couple of dodgy results recently as well. But finding the balance is is the key. And we know that, you know, there's players on the Man United side tomorrow that will punish us if we make any errors. Yeah. The, the, and it depends with, Terry mentioned Ronaldo earlier. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo, as he spelled it, but Ronaldo, yeah, Ronaldo. yes, <laughs> his brother Ronaldo. Uh, I think it depends. 
I've kind of been surprised at his performances over the last mm. couple of games because I think him coming into Man United to me was almost the final piece of the jigsaw for them. Mm. Um, maybe we're expecting too much that he's going to be brilliant performance game after game after game. Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, let's face it, he is, uh, he is, you know, I know he's only a couple of years younger than both of us, but you know, he's, he's still looked after himself, um, pretty well, but yeah, I think the expectations are high, and, and there's no way that he can, he can turn that out. Thing is, when you bring in somebody like that. It affects the people around you as well. You know, Pogba was the main man. All of a sudden, Bruno Fernando comes in. He becomes the main man and, and Pogba's nose is out of joint. Yeah. Now you've got Ronaldo coming in and Fernandez's nose is out of joint. You know, it'd be interesting to see who takes a penalty if they get one. Hopefully they won't get one tomorrow, but after his last one. So, into, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's got to be lots of... Ego then that's down to the manager, isn't it? To manage the big name, you're going to bring these yeah. big names into the club. You know, it, Pep can do that very, very well. Um, yeah. And I, I honestly think Klopp can as well. But it's whether Ollie can, you know, like I say, yeah. one, one, and we know what it's like at Leicester. You know, you bring in really one really big name, and it does disrupt the band of brothers feeling that we've got. But yeah. you've got to be able to manage that, and I'm, I'm not sure whether. Ollie can or not. Mm. Anthony, good evening. He's gone for a 2 2 draw. Andrew, un good evening. Say, how the devil are you? <laughs> Under understatement of the season. I think Brendan makes some very strange substitutions. Mm. I think nice you to could cut. be right. Mm. <laughs> uh, Maisie's here. Rashford is meant to be back, so maybe he may start. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, a, I think, a, a, a game of the walking wounded. Mm. Um, Dan says uh, rumours say they won't for fun, won't for fun. Look, they want everybody. Mm. You know, they've been linked with they they're gonna go from all the fans at every club down going, Oh, nice one, Newcastle. You've had 14 years of uh, of, of Ashley. You deserve a bit. Go on, you know, we're all happy for you. To absolutely peeing all the <laughs> all the other fans off by going after all of their players. Mm. It's not gonna happen straight away. They are gonna take the time. They've come out and said that, I think, and I think they'd be silly to go out in January and well, first of all, I think you said earlier, they've got to get a sporting director in. Yeah. They've got to get a new I think I think Bruce is here for the weekend because it's his one thousandth game. So I think they're giving him that. Mm. And then I think he will be out the door. Uh they've got to get that sorted. And I think this season is just uh um a consolidation for them, if you like. And they've said it'll be 10 years probably before they're in a position to actually win the Premier League. Mm -hmm. So they're sensible. I think they are being sensible, even if the fans aren't. And, of course, newspaper journalists, they've got to write something about it, haven't they? You know. Yeah, I mean, looking at that, I would be more worried if I was a Burnley fan that it would be Tarkovsky that's going to go. Um, for me, well, that's linked as well, hasn't he? Yeah, know. I mean, that's the kind of player that I can see going. That they'll they'll go and pick up players who are coming to the end of their contracts with no sign of them signing a new one. So you've got the likes of Tarkovsky, Lingard at Manchester United, maybe another one mm -hmm. that falls into that camp. They're the sort of players that I would think they'd be going for. Um, yeah, you know, not ones that, who are going to cost them loads of money because. You just throw lots of players together, then it's not going to work. And and with the best will in the world, Fafana has not been in the Premier League that long anyway, and I can't see him. You know, players are yeah. not just going to all of a sudden be clamouring to join Newcastle. Let's let's not yeah. be uh, 
Let's not be under any illusions of that. Well, the, I don't think was, Newcastle it, fans should be, to be honest. You know, it's not I think going it was to work Simon that Jordan way. that said, you know, a player's going to look at moving teams. Chelsea, Arsenal, well, London, bright lights, Man United, yeah. Man City, Manchester yeah. with the Manchester scene, even possibly Liverpool. Mm. Newcastle? Why, hey, man, what's up in Newcastle? Yeah. So they're going to have to pay a lot more money yeah. to get people to go up there. They are, and and it's whether people, you know, players want to be part of that from from the starting point. And you know, if you're just going for the money, you, you're not there for the right reasons. And I'm sure that, you know, the the Newcastle fans wouldn't want people to be going there just for the money as well. They want people who are who are in it for the long haul. So they've got to be really careful about who they do pick up and mm. and players who who want to be part of growing something. So, and I think a lot of that will come from the managers to who they go on. Uh, go on to get yeah can i just say i think we should actually just clip that because dan is agreeing with me it is not often that dan agrees with me and so i think i just need to actually um sort that out um going back to man united Dan, i I want to bring we're going to look at the, the team later but they are the apart from man city this is the real test for us isn't it it's the first what I would call big test. And this is the game that's worried me because if we're not beating the likes of Palace, Burnley, Brighton, and no disrespect to them, hmm. what can happen against Man United? Well, this is it. I think, you know, I think if Man United beat us, you know, we're already nine points behind them, to be honest. So if you've hmm. got any ideas of, of, of having a, uh, a top four tilt, you know, it's probably going to be down the pan uh, tomorrow, yeah. to be honest. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's not a must win, although, I've, I, you know, I've sat on this show um, prior to multiple games and said, you know, where people have said that it's, it's going to be a um, a must win game. And I'll, I'll go down the other path again and say it's a, it's a must not lose game. Um I think you're right. Yes, we really could do it. But, yeah, you can't start to to get nine points behind and have any realistic uh, ambitions for catching teams. Yeah. Well, good evening, Scott. Uh, How the devil are you? Thanks for joining us. Um, Dan says, yeah, if if Tarkovsky was to go, it would be a sickener. Rumours are he's close to agreeing a new deal. Um, Was he he close to signing it before Newcastle got the takeover, though? (laughs) <laughs> this is it. I mean, all it, in a in a way, all it does, and we know here at Leicester, it just means you'll get more money for it. Um, yeah. Twenty-two million buys you the Premier League. Um, mm. Rich says uh, Newcastle are going to raid Burnley. Tarkovsky, Chris Wood to make sure Burnley go down. Uh, Newcastle will just need to make sure they stay up this season. Basically, that's what what we were saying earlier. Which mm. I did. Even, I don't know if you are able to come on. I did tweet you the the link if you if you wanted to. Uh, and we're going to do the joint team in a minute. And um, just for just for, for for well, not really even for Dan. Just for me. There we go. Just to show that I did I did clip it, Dan. That where you said I was spot on with something. Um, he's just been he's just being nice to his favourite uh, model. <laughs> yeah, I am getting really worried about Dan now, drawing me like that, then giving me compliments. You know, you know. It was all in the um, eyes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, you can see where I was looking. Um, season so far, this is this is a 
tad worrying. Chances created per match, Leicester 0.86, Manchester 2.29. You can't let Ronaldo have that many chances and don't think he's going to score. No, I, I to be honest, I'd love to know how they work those those stats out because mm. even Burnley when we drew two two, so we so two, you know, we got two goals. That must be two chances. We had at least three chances before that that we could have scored. So there's five in one game. And what have we played? Seven, eight games? Mm. So basically, if that's the stat, what they're saying is we haven't made any chances other than in the Burnley game. You know, someone needs to explain that stat to me, I think. And maybe Brad's the man. He loves a stat. He does. He, he does indeed. Um, I, I don't look at that. I mean, average goals scored per match, we're 1.29 there too. This is a Premier League, by the way. I should just mm. say that. Average goals conceded, we're 1.7 there, 0.86. I get those because you can, you can work yeah. those out easy enough, you know. But like you say, the chances created... It, it, it does worry me just, just looking at that. Um, and the other thing that worries me slightly is, of course, the old Premier League table. I mean, you know, mm. this time last two seasons, we've been comfortably in the top four. There we are now in 13th. Um, you know, if it goes against us this weekend, you know, we, we, we could be down to, down to 17th, literally. We could be. We could be. Uh, we, we could be looking over our shoulders at Moneybags Newcastle. Yes, and on top of Dan, and that's not a very nice thought. Well, I know <laughs> we've we've seen the picture. You prefer being under him. <laughs> oh, oh, shush, 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 shush! People start to believe you. Um, he says quickly changing tack. Let's have let's have a look at some comments here. <laughs> Thanks for that, Craig. You're uh, you can't uh, you can't catch nine points unless you're Man City or Liverpool last season. Uh, Dorco, good evening. So how the devil are you? If Madison's and Tillemans turn up, we'll be okay. Well, that's that's the big question, isn't it? You know, um, mm. Static. Good evening. So how the devil are you? Thanks yes, for joining it. us. Hey, Chris and Craig. Turf Moore says you should have won that game. You shouldn't. VAR showed you were clearly miles off. And you didn't You didn't deserve to win that game because you've got a team full of cheaters. Let's just be honest, <coughs> Cornet. Um, <laughs> sorry, did I say that out loud? That, 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 wasn't, um, <laughs> that shouldn't have come out quite as loud. I uh, was listening the other day. They came out with the most influential player and Albrighton right up there in the Premiership League. Um It'd be interesting to see to see the team, and we'll, we will very very soon be coming on to that. Um, and let's just have a look here, head to head. I mean, you know, I know I said earlier that we'd won the previous mm-hmm. sort of we've, the, the last two. One was the FA Cup quarters, of course. Um, we'll just get rid of that comment. Um, Thirty times we played them in the Premier League, we've won mm-hmm. three. Yeah, it's not great. It doesn't fill you, uh, doesn't fill you with a lot of confidence, does it? No, no. This is. And I, am I am I building this up to be more scary than it should be? I mean, I know we are in Halloween yeah. and we are in the scary month here, but am I building this up to be more scary than I it think, probably will be? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, as I say, I'll, I'll go back to the fact that our best two performances have arguably been against Manchester City and Napoli. Yeah, who are both at the top of their respective divisions or, or near the top, you know, 
the best teams there. And we've performed very well against them. We've been unlucky. We were unlucky against Manchester City. You could argue again that they had better chances, but the one that they got and they took was was a lucky break of the ball. Yeah. And we have had we have been unlucky with a few breaks of the ball, to be honest. I think it was the same against Palace. Yeah, we didn't deserve more than a point, but both of their goals were breaks of the ball that bounced to them. So, you know, these are little things that go either way. And in some ways, you can say that we've played really, really poorly this season. Yet mm. we've been in every game and we could have taken more points than uh, than we could have done. Um, but I don't I don't think Man United have pulled up as any trees either, to be honest, in terms of the players they have. I don't think they've been, you know, walloping teams. I think that Wolves game where they won 1-0, if my memory serves me right, Wolves should have been out of sight in that game. It was yeah. one of those, again, that Traore missed a hat full of. So um, I think they're, they're a little bit susceptible to pace. It'd be interesting if Bailly plays, he's got a bit more pace. Um, so again, it's, it's going to be interesting. That it's going to be very tactical tomorrow in terms of the, the teams that are put out there. So what Maisie said there, um, Ollie is in extreme pressure. The game is a must win for, for, for Man United tomorrow. I think, I think at the minute, because I, I, I don't think their form has been brilliant, to be honest. And, uh, I think I think patience is wearing thin, to be honest. Having said that, I don't know. Uh, is, um, I'm not sure, you know, where they're going to go. Um, you know, who would they get in if they got ri- rid of uh, Ollie at the moment? I- I'm not sure. There's not a lot of candidates without pulling someone out of another big team. Well, Steve Bruce might be available. That's a very, very good shout. And to be honest, and of course, he's played for Man United, so exactly. it's like returning, returning of the prodigal son. Well, exactly. It's it's enough to get you the job these days. That's how Ollie got it. Mm. You know, not for anything else he did. So, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's going to be interesting. The team sheets are going to be really interesting, more so than most weeks. I think. Yes, it is, and, and the formations mm. and what have you. Um, right, it's that time when. Hopefully Maisie would have been in, but like I say, do get better soon, Maisie, and, and thanks for coming in. I don't think Rich is going to be able to join us. It is a bit early for him. So you're going to do a combined 11 mm. on your own of <laughs> Man United and Leicester. This, this could be interesting. You could lose a lot of friends on here. Yep. And we'll have a look at that um, right after this. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I, I love I, that one. I miss Van Gaal. I really do. Mm. <laughs> right. So, um, here we go. Let's uh, let's uh, have a look. So, we're going to be looking at, as a, a combined eleven. Uh, we've gone for four four two. You happy with that formation? I think it just keeps it easy, doesn't it? It is. I think it's it's simple. It's, there's less conjecture, I think, about that yeah. formation than others yeah. about who would play yeah. where. Yeah, so um, here we go. Um, let's see. Oh, how I we are going to do this? Let me just get rid of that. Um, Maisie says, um, <laughs> she, Oh my god, Van Gaal! Yes, um, 
There's just some managers are just like they're there for like the other 19 teams' enjoyment, and yeah. he was one of them. Uh, it's a must-win due to who we are coming up also in recent form. After use, we have Liverpool, Atlanta twice, I believe, Spurs and Man City. Ooh, that's not a good run. Um yeah. right. And Scott says, be warned here, Craig. As long as you don't pick Fernandez and Ronaldo, I won't fall out with you. So it was nice knowing you, Scott. <laughs> it was, it was indeed right. Here we go. Let fingers crossed. Um, so in goal, we obviously have uh Mr. Schmeichel, and of course, we have Mr. De Gea. Who are we going to go for in uh, in goal? Or you've got the other Manchester United goalkeeper who's, who's been um well respected enough to win some England caps as well. Um, but for me, I'm gonna go with Schmeichel. Yes, I think you know De Gea. I, I never really bought into the into the hype that De Gea was that good anyway. To be honest, no. you know, I think he. I, I mean, I, I I get fed up of you know you seeing commentators bang on about what a fantastic save. And the only one who ever comes out and says, uh, "Hang on a minute, he should save it." I think is Roy Keane when he's on. It's mm. like it was straight at him or whatever, and. You know, I, th I think he's overhyped, De Gea. I think the he problem is he, like... had, he had that one good season. Yeah. And then he was linked with, was it Madrid or Barcelona, one of them. And um, since then, to be honest with you, yeah, he's been good, but he's not been yeah. spectacular at all. He's I good. agree with you. He's a good keeper, you know? but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't command his box to me, to be mm. honest. Um he doesn't seem to be vocal, you know. And now we all know that Schmeichel's vocal, but De Gea yeah. doesn't seem vocal enough. Um, he's a good keeper, but I wouldn't put him. You no, know, I, no. I wouldn't swap him, and, and that's what you look for. This I've had to go a little bit about in terms of balance, but would yeah. I swap players for for others? So for me, yeah, it's Schmeichel. No. Oh, that's, a, that's a good way of doing it. Rich and Maisie both went, believe it or not, for De Gea uh, yeah. and Scott went for Schmeichel. But I agree with you there. Um, not that I get a say in this, of course, because... Uh, It'd be interesting you, if they thought, you know, if, if the rumours came out that you were going to sign Schmeichel in January, I assume that you would both not be happy then. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll wait and see if they respond to that. Mm. Rich says here, Leicester have conceded twice as many goals, though. Mm. Yeah, but actually, to me, that's the as much the defence. Yeah, that's not as is, is, is the goalkeeper. No matter, but you know, if you've got a really good defence in front of you, the goalkeeper is like almost a bit of obviously a bonus if you like. But if your defence is rubbish, mm. <laughs> you can't just make your goalkeeper to save everything. Yeah. And at the moment. And we're going to find out how bad it is now. Our defence is not having a good a good no. season, so it is putting that extra on Schmeichel. I don't, I don't think you can look at Schmeichel and say, mm. you know, it, 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 it's all it's all down to him. To be honest with you, um, but I, I, just, I, I know I do see where you're coming from, but I just yeah. uh, I don't I don't agree, uh, Rich. Um, so left back, who are you going to go for in the old left back? Um, it has to be Luke Shaw for me. Um, I think he's he's sort of reinvented himself under under Ollie's probably one of Ollie's yeah. success stories. He does throw in the odd. I would say not bad game. He, he probably <laughs> it's um, true Brookline. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah, he, he probably throws in the odd average game. You know, not not mm. a bad game, but overall, you would say Luke Shaw's a a seven, eight out of ten most most weeks, and you know, most teams would take him to be honest. I, I think he's, yeah. I think he's yeah. a solid solid left back. Maisie agrees with you. Uh, Scott's gone for Luke Thomas. I think we're seeing a bit of bias come out from Just a lot of bit. people here. I mean, I. I Obviously, as I say, I, I I I find it hard for me to contribute to these because I don't know enough about the players of other teams, mm. like a lot of people do. But I tended to have my opinion of Luke Shaw was on the Mourinho, he's fat, he's overweight, he shouldn't mm. be playing, sort of thing. Uh, at the Euros, he was one of my England players of the tournament, yeah. to be honest with you. And I think uh, I, I would, yeah, I, I would have him if he was available and we could mm. get him in. You know, we couldn't afford him probably. I would definitely say, you know, yeah. Uh, Maisie, you, you didn't get the memo, did you? You didn't get the memo. Uh, this based off overall, do we add injured players, e.g., for Fauna? No, we don't. This is just who is available, is it not, Craig? Yeah, this yeah. is, yeah, this is based on who we think is fit to play in this game. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, which Scott. I won't put your next comment up because they're both injured. Um, so on the right then, uh, on, on the opposite side to Luke Shaw, and I totally agree with you on Luke Shaw. Mm. Uh, you know, it, to me, he'd be one of the first names on the team sheet, whether that was, you know, coming back from the Mourinho comments or all his man managed him well, or he's always just been that good. But, you know, yeah. he, he always had the potential and, and I I do rate him. Mm. Uh, right back, we go in blue or red? Well, this this is this is a tricky one to be honest because I mm. I, I rate Wan Bissaka as a defender. Um, I think he gets a bit of a hard time about his um, his abilities going forward, but he's very similar. He reminds me a lot of Kyle Walker in the fact that he's pretty he's pretty quick and he gets forward a lot, but then he doesn't seem to know what to do with it, so he turns in yeah. inside a lot. But defensively, I think he's great. I think he's a great one on one. Um, but I can't put him ahead of either of ours, to be honest. And what I've gone for here is based on current form. And I've actually gone with Castagna over Pereira. Yeah. Um, based on the fact that I think he's been more solid defensively, <coughs> excuse me, but he does get forward and support the attack. I think at the top of their game, Pereira would win it for me. But at the minute, I don't think Pereira is at the top of his game. So, I've gone with Tim on this one. I just think he yeah. looks a little bit more solid at the moment. Yeah. I'm not saying that Maisie and Rich are biased at all. You know, the, wouldn't call them Mr. and Mrs. Brown paper jiffy bag at all. But um, they're both going for all Man United players here. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's got agreed there. But no, I agree. Uh, with either Castagna or Ricardo, and yes, I totally say I, I agree with you, Castagna on 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 current form. Rich, you obviously see the guy more than we do. He yeah. says he's been good this year, but sorry, you should have been on the show. <laughs> it's, our, it's, our, it's our show, and we'll do what we want. You know, <laughs> um, Terry. Yeah, you are going off topic. Well, with that one, we'll come back to that later. Okay, now this is going to be very interesting because. You, you've probably got a pool of about two players to pick from here. Now, I know one that I would definitely have in there, if the rumours mm. uh, about fitness are true. Um, let's have a look next to Luke Shaw. 
Oh, geez. Um, Gee, is he available? Yeah. <laughs> this I is have really... him in goal, though, because Jesus saves, doesn't he? It, well, apparently so. But, oh. uh, but Vardy nets the rebound. Um, yeah. To paraphrase a famous um, <laughs> bit of graffiti. Now, this, th yeah, this centre-back pairing is really hard, to be honest. Mm. Um, because you haven't got your, your first-choice Man United uh, centre-backs. You haven't got... Well, we have got probably our main choice. Obviously, Fafana would walk into this team yeah. uh, if he was fit. You know, if everybody was fit, this is Fafana and Maguire, and we just move on really quickly, I think. Yes. Um, but they're not. Uh, so, Man United are going to probably end up with Lindelof and Bailly. That's what they're saying, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, we're... And Vestergaard's injured for us. Um, so, you know, we... Yep. Yeah, apparently he picked up a knock while he was away in Denmark. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's long-term, but I think he, he got a knock. And probably, to be honest, it helps Brendan's uh, narrative as well of uh, of not playing him. You know, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, no, I'm not dropping him. He's got a knock. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Let's do the right side first, because I'm still torn. I'm still torn on the left I'm side, to torn. be honest. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with Evans. Yes, I was just going to say, did you know, start with an E? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't going to be um, because it was only recently, just before we came on air, that I, I heard that he was actually fit. And it yeah. sounds to me like they deliberately kept him out of the Northern Ireland squad to put yeah. him through a fitness programme that would get him ready for this game. That, yeah. That's uh, that's what it seemed to be for me. Um, you know me, I'm not I'm not overall his biggest fan. But I think when you're looking at the fact that I don't think um, that's the bit I'm clipping else, that you picked yeah. Evans. <laughs> I don't think anyone else is a, is is a, a first choice uh, at this mm. stage of the season. So I'm going to have to go with Evans purely. I think for his for his vocalization, to be honest. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just falling off my chair there with what yeah. Maisie's picked a Leicester player. Yeah, but he's, he's ex-man year, isn't he? So. Well, yeah, <laughs> you beat me to it. You yeah. beat me to it. Andrew suggested there a Marty with Evans. I don't yeah. know uh, if that's going to be your decision or not. No, I mean, for me, they're both right-sided centre-backs anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, the, the left side, for me, I'm, I'm going to have to go Soyun Chu, but only because Evans is playing. Yes. Uh, if he wasn't, uh, that well, I'd probably play Soyuncu, but I'm very close to putting in Eric Bailly because I really like Eric Bailly. I think you can he's put not... him in if you want to put him in. Yeah, you know, I tell you what, let's let's put him in for balance. To be honest, um, let, let's put Bailly in for balance. Um, obviously, I don't know how they play together. I think Kaglar would put in a better performance playing alongside uh, Evans than he has done. But for balance, let's put Bailly in. I think he's one of those players who I liked as soon as he came to the club, to be honest. I think I saw him for the first time was in the uh, Community Shield when we played Manchester United. And, you know, I know Vardy scored, but for most of that game, um, most of those, it's interesting to say they've gone Soyuncu. For most of that game, <laughs> Eric Bailly... She, she's I, not awkward at all, is she? Yeah. <laughs> for most of that game, Eric Bailly was outstanding, to be honest. And I think... Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. He's too injury prone, but we're picking him for one game. Um, yeah. 
So that's why I'm putting him in because I think when he is fit, if he had a run of games and could stay fit, I think he'd be a top class defender. Eric and do you Bailly. think with Soyuncu as well? Um, he's been moved over to the right and it seems to have sort of calmed him down because we know mm. at the start of the season he was yeah. having a mare. Uh, mm. And of course, putting him back on the left mm. against Ronaldo mm. is, you know, the, the, the worry. Um, <laughs> I think I'd best not him, just, just mess my, my, my graphics up because on the post-match I've got Vestergaard and Ronaldo as, as, as the featured players. But <laughs> yeah, so I, th- I think I can see, you know, because it's the left, yeah, I... Yeah. I I must admit, I would have had to um, had to go down the line with Baye as well. Munzi, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? United to win all the way. Surprise, surprise, as Silla once said. Uh, <laughs> being, a, being a Manchester fan, um, uh, don't blame you at all. Nandez, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Um, Maisie says, yes, he will. I, I, yeah. I think he will. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. I, I don't right. think... I don't think Solskjaer can get away with having Alex Ferguson criticising him for not playing him again. No, no. Did that, did that happen? I've not seen that. By all accounts, you know, yes. again, you don't know whether it was true, but by all accounts, Ferguson was heard saying that he made a mistake in his last team selection and you always play your best players. But... Do you know what it gets me, though, is ex-managers that oh, hang yeah. around the club, and don't get me wrong, I understand why, you know, Ferguson is there in his ambassadorial role and what have you. But those sorts of comments just aren't helpful to me. They're not, but you can't, you know, I I understand that. But I don't think that wherever you go, you should be self-editing. I would imagine that's gone, that's post-match. They've gone into the restaurant and had a few drinks or whatever. Some of the press people have been in there. You know, and whether it's been overheard or not, I don't know. I doubt he would come out deliberately and say it. It sounds to me like the sort of thing that he's had a private word with somebody over a drink after the game and somebody's picked up on it and decided to leak it. Can you imagine somebody doing that to Alex Ferguson? Why, God, you know, I don't think you could. But right, sir, left midfield. Left mid. Um, I know Rashford's fit. Mm-hmm. But, and it is a big but, um, a bit like I've got. Um, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's the fact that he hasn't though, played, yeah. The, the, the fact that he's been out for a few weeks, you know, at, again, at his best, uh, he's a great player. For me, he's not yep. consistent enough, you know. So, I haven't put him in. I've gone actually on the left hand side, I've gone for Lookman. Oh, right. Okay. He's not played there this season. Uh, no, he's not. Yet. But for me, no. he looks more natural on that side. Yes. He, he played really well for Fulham last season. And he was I was going to say that was the position the he played for Fulham, yeah. wasn't it? Which was yeah, a he, surprise when we've got our problem is the right that we went for him when he's more of a yeah. left sided player. Yeah, his natural instinct is to dip inside on his right foot. So I'd like to see him play down that left-hand side, to be honest, and I'd put him in there ahead of Rashford. On the way that he's played so far, I'd put him ahead yep. of Rashford and I'd put him ahead of um, ahead of Barnes as well at the moment. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he has... He excites... And they always say that he excites players when he comes on. Mm. Uh, sorry, he excites fans when he comes on. He gets the crowd going... But he seems to be 
Leicester coming on as a substitute, and when he started, he's not had brilliant games. Yeah, it's true, and I think I think, and I've mentioned this a few times. I think football now is moving towards you know more of a squad and and picking a team with a view to who you're going to the, the changes that you're going to make as well. Uh, mm. To be honest, so. I, I I think you have to look at that and think, right, okay, I, I know what I'm going to get for him in 30 minutes, you know, for 30 minutes yeah. if I bring him on. But that doesn't always work out because you don't know how the game's going to go. You know, you, yeah. your game can, plan can be ripped up with an injury here or there. So it's oh, a definitely. tricky one, but I think they take it more yeah. into account now, the changes that they're going to make. Yeah. On the other side, to, to Luckman. Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky one, uh, to be honest. So you've basically got... Um, Greenwood, Sancho, or um, Lingard versus Perez or or Brighton. I'm sorry, there's only one option, I think, isn't there? That particular button is always is is going to be red. (laughs) That's for sure. No, it's too late. I've typed him in. You mentioned his name. (laughs) (laughs) He's in there. No, it's a tricky one. This is because I'm, yeah. I'm really impressed. I, I like Mason Greenwood. I think he's a really good player. Mm. <laughs> I like Lingard as well. Really good player, but I'm going to pop Sancho in there. Um, th- there's definitely a player there. I mean, he was fantastic yeah. last season or the last couple of seasons for for Dortmund. Not just his goals, but a number of assists that he's got. And I think Ollie's not really giving him free reign at the moment. And I think Greenwood is a big part of that. Um, uh, because Greenwood has been playing so well that it's difficult to drop him. Um, so Sancho's not getting a look in, but um, I know it's amazing they've been that. after him for so yeah. many years and now yeah. they've got him. Yeah, <laughs> not playing, not him. You, you've got to yeah. go on form. Uh, yeah. and as um, Maisie said, there, Greenwood and Rich mm. says, uh, Greenwood on form, but no, yeah. Sancho gets your vote. Um, and like you say, you know. Why you didn't put Perez in there? I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I I I thought you were I thought you were good at this, eh, Craig. You've, you've, <laughs> you've disappointed me. You yeah. really have. Right. Um. Two central. I've gone for central defensive midfielders. There. They don't have to be. We we could actually go if you wanted yeah. for just two central midfielders. Yeah. Um. No. We know one of them is going to be defensive. I think anyway. Or two um, if we go for two Man Uniteds. Uh, no, they're not. They're not going to be defensive players at all. To be honest, uh, you know, I know, I know most people would love to put McTominay and Fred in, but um, not for me. So um, <laughs> I'll go and play Fred. Play Fred. Yeah. Please. I'd love, Can you I'd imagine lo- a team I'd with Fred, Fred and Perez in together. <laughs> I've got a feeling Fred's not available, which is uh, disappointing. Um, now, would this one begin with the T at all? Um, yeah, choose whichever one of those to, you can go for. Yeah, uh, let's go. Seeing as you've said him, let's put Tielemans in. Yeah. I would have had to overrule you then because I think at the end of the day... Um... <laughs> in fact, in fairness here, Scott says, I don't think Perez would make the reserve team now, never mind the subs bench. Brookline's gone for uh, uh, Perez as well. <laughs> um, Devils, mate, we can't put Ndidi in, he's injured. Um, yep. Fred is out uh, due to red list country, and Bookline's gone. Sumare and Bruno, um, and Andrew's gone for Togba and Pillamans. 
Um, change Bruno and Chowdhury. Um, we've got a gap there in the centre midfield. Does, does this one begin with an F? Yeah, it's got to be for me. Yeah. You know, whatever people think of him personally, you know, I don't particularly like his persona on the pitch. I don't like the persona of Henderson on the pitch either, but I think he's fantastic for Liverpool in, in what he yeah. does as well. You know, there's a lot of people whose persona on the pitch I don't particularly like. But from a purely footballing perspective, I mean, you know, what Fernandez has done since he's come to the club has been phenomenal for me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, he, I, I can't leave him out. One of those, I mean, I think it was a January signing, wasn't he? And, um, yeah. One of the one of the if you look at January signings, which we all know aren't always the best signings, he he he's the exception to the rule. Mm. Um again, we've gone for two up front. Should we go for the obvious one first that begins with R? I presume he's gonna be in there. Um yeah, why not? <laughs> go on, I'll I'll twist your arm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be great to see him play, and, and I'm really—I know what's going to happen. You know, you know, Leicester fans—they're going to boo him, but yeah, you know, it's, it's one of the greatest players that has, has ever played. Yeah, I'm not going to say he's, he's the greatest, but he's definitely one of the greatest. And yeah. the fact that you get to see, you know, one of the greatest players ever at your home ground it should be something to be applauded, not booed. But you know damn well mm. that he's going to get booed. Um, yeah, and I hate yeah. it when. You know, there are certain players who deserve to be booed. I'm not sure Ronaldo deserves to be booed, to be honest. I mean, you, you know, how far do we go back? I mean, you know, you can say, well, you know, look what he did to Rooney in the, you know, in, in the, was it the World Cup or the Euros yeah. or something, you know. And, yeah. you know, I don't like Ronaldo personally hmm. as a player. I don't like, or as, as, as a person. Yeah. When you read what he's done as a person, yeah. you know, he, he's made a lot of charity contributions. And that's the side you don't see. And I admire him for that. But I respect him as a player. You know, yeah. I respect him. Would I have him if he was available on a free? Yes, of course I would. You know, but it doesn't mean I particularly like him, if you know what mm -hmm. I mean. But let's face it, he, he, he won't give a damn whether the, the, the Leicester players like him or not. But no. I, I can remember when... Um, we came up, I think it was under the, um, I don't know whether it was under um, O'Neill or not, but I can remember going down and watching Kevin Keegan. I think he was at mm. um, Southampton at the time uh, yeah. playing. And it was just like, that's Kevin Keegan I'm watching. Yeah. You know, and like you say, don't boo them. Because, you know, yes, they do a foul or they get, mm. yeah, that's different. But no, like you say, Enjoy the fact that you've got a chance to watch yeah. these these great players. You know, it'd be uh, interesting to to know. I, I I'm, I'm obviously I'm not a Man United fan, so I don't know the timeline. But it'd be interesting to know. Part of me would guess that Evans and Ronaldo played in the same team at Manchester United. I think I think you could be right there. So that'll be an interesting matchup. Mm. Let us know. Um, let us know, Maisie. Mm. Uh, I'd, to be totally honest with you, as long as he doesn't go over on his foot or something, I think I'd sooner have Evans in there than Vestergaard at the moment. Yeah. You know? But uh, one position to fill. Um, everybody's saying, well, not everybody's actually. No, a lot of them are saying in Acho. Um, mm. But is um, it going to be um, Mr. V? It's got to be Vardy for me. I mean, he's got a great record of scoring against the big teams. and Yes. 
you know, he's, he's been a thorn in Manchester United's side, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. Virtually every time he plays him. And yes, you can make an argue argument that Ian Acho's probably, you know, could be a, a better finisher overall. Um, and he's warranted his place. And, and I'm hoping that he plays him tomorrow. I hope that he goes with, you know, Vardy and, and Ian Acho. But in a game, when you're picking the best between the two teams, mm-hmm. for me, <coughs> excuse me, yeah. Vardy has to be in there. Andrews, uh, basically, you, 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 yes, you've, you've true, hit the Andrew. nail on the head there. Exactly, you know. And like I say, for me, with players, you don't. I, mean, I don't like Harry Kane particularly, but mm. I respect him as a player. And if I bumped into the high street, would I be begging him for a selfie? Of course, I would. Same with Jack Grealish. You, you know what I mean. So yeah, Andrew, you, you totally one hundred percent nailed it there. Yeah. And even Maisie says no debate. Vardy has to be there for me. You know what with Vardy? Um, I was kind of writing him off at the start of the season um, because he, you know, he, he didn't have the best end of the season goal scoring wise. Yeah, but he's up there. He's joint top of the football start yeah. at the moment uh, with six. Never write him off, guys. Never write Vardy off. And he does play better against, like you said, the bigger teams because they mm. tend to give more space than yeah. the, you know, Man City, you know, and we, you know, we played well against them. We were lucky, but um, mm. they do give him that space that the the lesser teams, if you like, don't. And I don't think he's, again, someone correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we've had any penalties this season, have we? I, I don't. I can't recall him scoring a penalty. No, I don't the, think we have. No, out of no. Uh, out of his six that he's got so no. far, and usually he bumps no. his numbers up with a few penalties as well. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow line, day. Yeah, book line. If you uh, <laughs> if, if I had a prize, if I had a prize for the message or the the the, the post of the day, yeah. that would win it. <laughs> Maybe this would be the Newcastle twenty twenty two starting eleven. Um, Chris need Charger or Samaria on tomorrow just to keep both Fernandes and Ronaldo quiet. This is, like I say, this is a bit of fun. This is just a joint who we think are the best players from the two teams to, to slot into an imaginary 4-4-2. Scott's saying here, though, do you think he'll go 4-4-2 tomorrow? What do you think Brendan will do tomorrow? I don't know. I, I, I Well... To be honest, I think he'll go four four two because I don't think he's got enough centre halves to do anything else unless he brings a Marty in. No, and then you you haven't got anybody on the bench, so you can't change it, and you can't bring any on anybody on if there's a if there's an injury. You're going to have to change it in game anyway. So yeah, for me, I don't think he has many options. I, he could potentially play Castagna and Pereira, I guess, and, and move Castagna in. But I think for me, I think. He needs to go four four two. Again, Ollie's probably going to go with his two defensive mids again. So there's back four, two defensive mids. There's six. There's six players who are going to line up and look to predominantly be in their half. Mm. So if you're if we're sitting back as well, geez, that'd be a bore fest. You know, we've we've for me, we have to take the game to Manchester United. They always look more vulnerable when teams go at them and have a go at them. So I hope we do tomorrow. We are at home, so we should. But we do know mm. with Brendan, he can be very defensive at home. He can be defensive and he can be stubborn as well. He, well, <laughs> sounds a lot like you and me. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're each one and we won't say which is which. Well, that was a team and we're going to have a look at score predictions straight after this. 
Don't forget, guys, starting on Tuesday, go to the BBC website, Leicester City homepage. Uh, they've redesigned all their football pages this season, uh, the BBC. And I will be making a comment every Tuesday. Not nothing on the match, not a match report or anything like that, but something on on something that's affected Leicester during the week. And that will be live on the BBC website, Leicester City homepage every Tuesday. And will you, you be can... able to use that photo of you and Dan? Well, <laughs> I'm going to say I, I am going to do actually do a signed photograph. So that I could use that one, couldn't I? <laughs> if you want to write in, send a stamped addressed envelope, and I'll send you a a signed photograph. Um, score predictions. Now, mm. this has been interesting. In fact, I haven't done my long ball ones yet. Uh, I need to get on those in a minute. Um, but it, it's been even the ex players are kind of. Not very, not very confident, shall we say? Now I've gone, I've gone for a two-one because I went for that one yesterday on the Man United agendas show. I went for two-one, so I have stuck with that. Uh, Ian Marshall, who you know, and far be it from me to to, to argue with the big man, has gone two-one uh, to um, the, the 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 smaller half of Manchester. Uh, Steve Walsh, bless him, he'll never go against the club. So if he thinks we're going to struggle, he always goes for a draw, 1-1. One, one. Tags has gone 2-2. Two, two. Uh, is, is Steve Linex has gone for his uh, reverse psychology again. He said he's gone 3-0 to Man United. I do hope you're wrong, Steve. And Ian Wilson, yes, Ian, finally, thank you. You've agreed. <laughs> Gets behind Leicester. He's gone 3-1 Leicester. That would be rather nice. Well, you know, there's there's not a lot of choice left for you there, Craig. But any of those, or are you going for another five three? Uh, I'm not going to go for five nil. three. No, yeah. I, I mean, both defenses have been, um, or let's say, let's rephrase that. I think both defenses tomorrow are going to be vulnerable. Uh, obviously, you know, potentially Evan strengthens us. You know, particularly yeah. against the way the Vestergaard has been playing. So we're probably be a little bit stronger than we have been. Manchester United are, are going to be on a second string centre-half. So, cheers. cheers um, so, I'm going to go... I, yeah, I'm going to hope for a goal fest. Uh, I'm going to go 3-2 to Leicester. I don't think... I, I say this every week. I don't think my heart would suffice. If I'm not here on the post-match show, guys, yeah. bl blame Craig. Uh, we'll <laughs> probably go 2-0 up, get pulled back to 2-2, two -two, and then we'll get a late penalty. Yes. I'm going to come to a last question, which is a very good one um, from Andrew in a minute. Uh, thanks for joining us, Static. You, you've had to go. Uh, Scott saying here, depending how we line up, if we have Nacho and Vardy up front, I fancy a 3-2 Leicester. Uh, Maisie's said 4-2 um, to Leicester. Leicester, I assume. Yeah. yeah the, oops, sorry. No, she meant Man United. I thought she was going for Leicester. You have to take your first answer, I'm afraid, Maisie. <laughs> you do, and the four is up first, which is the exactly. home team. Yeah, and Dorco says 90th minute Vardy penalty to win one nil would be perfect. Again, if that has to happen, I think my heart would be going as bad as it was for the uh, three two that Craig chose. Uh, I just hope for a win. I really just yeah. do hope for a win. Andrew says here, what manager would you have, Brendan or Ollie? <laughs> mm. It's a very good question. Um, yes. And what uh, you, you as me, well, Maisie? Who would you have? I'd have to go Brendan to be honest. I like Ollie, um, mm. 
but you know anyone who has that wealth of talent at their disposal and then plays two defensive midfielders not for me mm. i'm sorry i'm sorry I, I i can never get behind that i quite like scott mctominay to be honest i think he's a decent player but i think he should be like indeed and be allowed to sort of patrol that space on his own scott mctominay and fred i mean no mm. I, I i can't imagine any other manager having all that talent at manchester united and saying we really must stick with two defensive mids. I just wonder, I just get this feeling with Ollie that he's almost a stopgap manager. What is he it, was about talking, four years now, stopgap? Well, this is what I mean. When he came in, it was obviously he was following, was it Van Gaal he followed or Mourinho? Uh, I think it was Mourinho, wasn't it? it? Because yeah. the, the, the team were in such a bad way. And when he came in, they just won, 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 won. Gave him a contract, I thought, a bit early. And I like Holly, don't get me wrong, but yeah. he, he got the contract before his temporary contract, as bad well, because obviously he'd come over from Mould, I think it was. Mm. Um, and then obviously it all went a bit bit pear-shaped. And uh, mm. I just, I'd say temp, probably temporary manager is the wrong word. He, he's he's not, I think Silverware will come back to Man United. But I don't think it will be under Oli as mm. manager. I think it's interesting, you know, I mean, Oli hadn't shown anything in his previous managerial career to 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 give him that job. To be honest, no. you know, he'd not he'd not done great when he was at Cardiff. He got blown out of there pretty quickly, and the same uh, at Mulder. I think he was doing okay, and he left there. You know, why wouldn't he? He was always going to come to Man U if they came corner. But the the thing that must gnaw away at Manchester United fans is, what if during these last three seasons we'd have had a clock? Or we'd have had a, uh, 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 you know, a Pep, or yeah. you know, even a Thomas Tuchel or something, you know, yeah. during these these years when we've got these players, and now you've got, arguably, you know, you could probably put out one of the best 11s in the Premier League when everybody was fit, yet you've still got Ollie as the manager of it, uh, and therefore you probably never will put out your best eleven. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's got to be a frustrating, almost a, a what if, you know. And um, yeah, as you say, I'm the same. I like Ollie, um, but you just think that he, you know, you man, you could have done better and could have done more with a really, really top class manager these last couple of years. If it wasn't Ollie in there doing what Ollie's doing at the moment, and mm. if it was another manager like a Van Gaal or something mm. like that, then I don't think he would be given this time. No, for me, Man United, I, I would, if I was a Man United fan, and I, I know a lot of them don't like it, but I, I would have loved somebody like a Conte because I think mm. they've got players who just need a rocket up the backside. They've got all the talent in the world, but you never really feel that they've Thanks, got, uh, you've never really got that, uh, you feel they've, they've got that sort of real up and atom desire, you know, mm. and and then Ollie's too nice to actually get up the backside. I think, you know, somebody like a Conte prowling around that uh, that uh, that touchline wouldn't allow them to rest on the laurels as much as Manchester United do. And you know, if he came in two years, won something, and then it all blew up, fair enough. But it, it, you know, you'd have had some silverware. Indeed, Craig, as always, sir, a true gentleman. Thank you so much You're for welcome. coming on and being so honest uh, and making. 
the show look half decent and half look like we know what we're talking about because I'm the half that doesn't. <laughs> Thank you very much. Stay on the stay in the back room because I'm gonna have a quick word with you after um to run something past you. Uh, but thank you very much, sir. Enjoy it at the uh, if you can at the KP tomorrow. I'm sure you will. I will be there. All you right, cheers. There. Thanks, everybody. Cheers, Chris. Take care. Thanks a lot, Craig. Yeah, we, we're gonna we're gonna have a tour. Oh, it's almost like being called back to the headmaster's office, isn't it? Go into the room and wait just there. We're gonna be back tomorrow evening with this. Five thirty ish tomorrow. Uh, Post match um, show with brothers. Uh, obviously, hopefully discussing three points to. It's gonna be Leicester, isn't it? It is gonna be Leicester, Scott. I mean, I think you gotta you gotta say, mate. Come on, <laughs> the, the, the top of the glazes as owners. Yeah, I don't, we're not. We're not even going to have a vote on that. We know even the Man United fans would would want our owners. Uh, <laughs> can you talk a bit longer than the half we watching Perro, uh, Poirot even? Uh, Maisie, uh, great stream, both of you. Sorry, I couldn't come in. If you're feeling better tomorrow and you fancy coming on the post match show, drop us a line, Maisie. Would be put my teeth in. Would be great to have you on. Catch us up in 10 minutes on the old uh, podcasts, uh, Amazon, Spotify, um, and all of those podcast addict. Uh, my, my memory is not what it is, but here we go. Um, Anchor and Google as well. And obviously, if you've got the smart speakers, uh, just ask the horse to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die. Um, still not sure about this, Dan. You are worrying me. <laughs> thanks a lot thanks to craig thanks for joining in thanks to everybody who was in the comments and we'll see you tomorrow at the uh, 5 30 time take care now and come on you foxes hello matt elliott here be sure to watch lester till i die tv on youtube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on leicester city football club
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.